It's me, Christina, and I'm here with my friend Sally Kirkman, and we're about to investigate another very important astrological question. This month, it's why is Keanu Reeves the internet boyfriend? Sally, why is Keanu Reeves the internet boyfriend? And shall I get up his, I'll put his chart up on the screen. Yeah, let's have a look. I mean, it's, you know, that's the the name he's been given, isn't it? The internet's boyfriend. Um, so what's that about? You know, why does, why does the, the world of social media, the internet, what's this great love for Keanu? Um, you know, what, what is it about him? And can we see it in his chart? Yeah, well, here's his chart, 2nd of September, 1964. Now, this is a rectified time, I think, according to Astro Data Bank. So take the time with a pinch of salt, 541. He was born in Beirut. Um, and that gives him Pluto rising, right? Mm. Mm. It does. It does, which is, you know, he has... I mean, one of the things we know about him, he has experienced tragedy in his life, hasn't he? Um, so. I'm, I'm not the expert on this on the private life of Keanu Reeves, um, but I think that he has. He's had some losses, hasn't he? He's had some losses, yeah. Um, you know, and that's quite a. It's quite a tough stellium, isn't it? Sun, Mercury, Uranus, Pluto, twelfth house on the ascendant. Um, you know, the, that feels to me very kind of internal, um, having to having to deal with kind of abandonment maybe. I mean, his father abandoned the family when he was very young. Um, you know, that Uranus-Pluto, born on that Uranus-Pluto conjunction, which was so big in 1964 to 1967. But for him, it's very personal. So, you know, Uranus is that cutting off and Pluto is the, is the planet of loss. So, I mean, there was a significant start in his life that was, you know, you could say tragic or, or will have influenced, influenced him. Um, I mean, yeah. what do you think about that, Christina? A couple of things. First of all, I think that he plays plutonic characters really often. Um, in his, you know, when he, his roles like, uh, um, in the matrix that he is playing someone who is a, a plutonic character. He literally goes into this underworld mm-hmm. um, and he is dressed in black and he has, wears the sunglasses and he looks like Pluto. And I don't watch the John Wick Wicks franchise because it's too violent for me, but yeah. I find it really interesting that he plays these quite violent characters yeah. But it's controlled violence. And I think that is very Pluto as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that he's, you know, but he seems to be this very soft person underneath. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason that he's the internet boyfriend is because of his um, sympathy for the underdog. Right. Yeah. He's famously, he's, you know, you see, and that's the Chiron in Pisces on the descendant. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of one of the keys is that it's like somehow one feels that he might be really nice to you if if you met him. He wouldn't be all kind of superstar-y. At, yet at the same time, he's got that superstar charisma, you know, Pluto Pluto rising. 
amazing sort of um, uh, charisma, sex appeal, um, directness that Pluto gives you. And yet there it is with opposite this Chiron. Mm. Um, And to me, you know, Chiron in Pisces, it was in Pisces for a long time. Most people born in the 60s have that. Um, But his is right. As you say, it's right on that very personal axis. So he's got, and I think that's the other reason he's the internet boyfriend is because he has generational aspects, powerful Mm -hmm. generational aspect, which is the Uranus-Pluto conjunction opposite Chiron, but it's on his personal, it's on this personal axis. So he somehow is appealing to large groups of people because of that. Yeah. Yeah. And the sun, it's on the axis and pulls in his son, doesn't it? His son in Virgo and Mercury, his, the ruling planet, the chart ruler. So he embodies that in some way. He knows how to, how to do that. Um, and he, he comes across, I mean, he's, he's a super Virgo, isn't he? Whether the time's right or not, even with those four planets in Virgo and Virgo is the, it's the kind of planet of the everyday. It's the planet of humility, the star sign of humility, I should say, I'm calling it a planet Virgo, the star sign of humility. And I think that's, you know, you see clips of him traveling on the tube and, you know, once on the tube, he just stood up to offer a woman his seat. So there's this, you know, he's just kind of, he looks like comes across as an everyday guy, um, you know, who's willing to sort of just be lovely. And he, it's not a starry, starry chart, this by any means, is it? There's something very powerful, like you say, with those generational planets across the ascendant, descendant. But this is actually a very introvert chart. Yeah, you know, and a lot of actors are introverts, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, the, the, there's a the, there's a kind of actor who's an introvert. I think the other huge thing in this chart is, aside from that uh, opposition, is the grand trine between the moon, uh, the watery grand trine, which mm-hmm. again is very sympathetic, very flowing, very gentle, and that is between the moon, Chiron, and Neptune, right? Yeah. So. Tuna's movies and glamour. So he has the glamour. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's this, um, it's through Scorpio, you know, it's the Scorpio gl- glamour. And that um, has, it makes a sextile with his Pluto rising. Um, of course, Neptune and Pluto are often in sextile. Um, but again, because it's on his ascendant, it makes it much stronger. Um, and then it makes this, trine that neptune that glamorous neptune to chiron and it makes a trine to the moon so all of those things are singing together quite subtly and it gives him this kind of i think one of the things that people respond to is this feeling that he seems sensitive yeah he's a very sensitive person that may be an illusion um but he seems like a very sensitive guy and that's that powerful moon in cancer it's in its own sign making a conjunction to Mars and therefore also may, and he's also got the Mars Venus conjunction, which can be very attractive. I think it can make mm. him very attractive people. Yeah. Um, but that grand t- trine is really singing in his chart as well. And earthing that, that is also the Jupiter um, in Taurus. 
in the ninth. Mm. So there's a kind of practicality about him too. So he's not too kind of floaty. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think, you know, one of the, I was looking kind of what people have picked up on and why they love him so much. And there was a famous, you know, he was on Drew Barrymore show, I think. And and at one point he said, if you don't fight for your love, what kind of love do you have? And then went really like, gosh, I've said such an amazing thing and almost tried to dismiss it. And I think that, you know, that was when people went mad for that. Like, what a kind of incredibly sort of romantic, passionate thing to say. Um, you know, and the, and the way he is going about these things, there is a, a humility. He doesn't quite sort of own it. There's no arrogance there in him. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you can see that when you're pointing out that Grand Water Trine in particular. I mean, he's tapped into sort of romance, art, beauty um, with that. Yeah, he's kind of missing the arrogance gene, isn't he? Yeah. and he Or the entitlement thing. That's not really in this chart. There's not really a huge sense of entitlement or, or arrogance. Mm. And I think that's another thing that's very attractive. Yeah. Um, so in sum, why is he the internet boyfriend? It's humility, which we get from Virgo. It's being somehow tapped in, gen, you know, connected gener- to a generational aspect, I think is actually quite important. The other thing is actually moon in the 11th house can just be popularity, can't it? Mm. Um, and it's that moon and cancer in the 11th house that people are seeing that soft, um, uh, sensitive moon. Yeah. Yeah. And fourth node in uh, the 10th also helps again with popularity, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of empathy there, isn't there? Um, there is. I mean, the other just to talk about the other thing that he that he went through was um, with I think it was Jennifer Sim, his uh, girlfriend who had a stillborn baby at eight months, um, their baby, and then she died a couple of years later. That was in the early nineties. It was actually when Pluto was around his IC. That's sad. It's very sad. It's very sad. Um, so, you know, and, and he doesn't kind of, I think the other thing he doesn't, there was a, there was a, a meme, there was a picture of him eating a sandwich in a park looking very sad, you know, and it's like, again, he's, he sort of, he, he owns his sadness as well, which I think is very, I mean, people really kind of identify with that when, when someone owns their sadness. So, you know, he doesn't, it's kind of, he shows himself, he wears his heart on his sleeve. And that's perhaps all this stellium on the ascendant, you know, you see all of him as well, um, which, which draws us to him. Yeah, I'm not sure we see all of him. I, because I would say that that stellium is in the 12, even though it's on the ascendant. And there must be some, I mean, it's so, Again, interestingly enough, having the sun in the 12th house can often mean that you're kind of more comfortable in that. Um, you know, that's the col- the house of the collective unconscious, isn't it? So he's in there. He's in the collective unconscious with that sun there. Um, and it can mean it's a place that you flourish. You know, all those politicians with the sun in the 12th, as we know, you know, who've been who are popular, they're elected. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's another popularity thing, surprisingly enough. 
but it can also be a house of self-loss and self-undoing. Yeah. Um, so it I think one of the reasons that he's appealing uh to certain people is because he feels lost. And I think that's the 12th house son sometimes, that feeling that he's a lost person and that he just needs to be taken care of and given a really, you know, he needs to be looked after. Mm. And that's that's probably not true at all, but that's what it seems like. And there's also yeah. this difference in, you know, the, it's interesting that what things a person seems like and who he really is are, you know, maybe completely, maybe quite different things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that our feeling about him is that, you know, it's what you see is what you get. He's a genuine person. Yeah. And I, I, and I think that's the Pluto rising as well. It's very hard not to be real if you've got Pluto rising and say truthful things. And, it, and with that, one of the things I note with him is that he's not a sort of gabby person he doesn't talk a lot and mm-hmm. in his his characters you know when he's best in his movies he basically doesn't say very much mm-hmm. um and that's partly you know you can see that in the mercury retrograde also the Pluto rising there's a sort of tacitness about him um yeah. so it's easy to project onto keanu reeves that's yeah the thing, i think mm-hmm. with all that 12th house stuff which is very piscean to have so much stuff in the 12th house um and that glamorous Neptune is that we can, you know, people can project onto that um, beautiful surface. Mm. Mm. I kind of find it interesting too. I mean, he has, you know, the element that's missing in his chart is fire. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's almost all earth and water. Um, but you know, there's both, both the, the sort of significant women we know about in his life, Jennifer Sim and his, current girlfriend, Alexandra Graham, they're both fire signs. Mm. Kind of some of the, you know, some of the movies he does, like Speed, such a, <laughs> that bus that was on the on the constant move, and the John Wicks, you know, it's partly Pluto, but there feels Mars, this kind of, you know, he, he actually can tackle these sort of action characters as well. Um, and I think that's often the way when you have this missing element in your chart, that you're kind of attracted to that which which you which you lack in some way. So I see that very much in in um you know in his career and in his personal life as well. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting that the film that film Speed and also The Matrix. I'm just thinking that he has, you know, he's paired with a woman and that actually works quite well with him mm. for him. In his mm. in those characters, and it's in yeah, as you're right about the lack, no fire. Mm. Um, there's no fire, and he only really has the North Node in air, um, yeah. as well, which is so he's very lacking in those elements. So he must constantly be seeking them out, and so you know he's melancholic. You know, he has a melancholic temperament, as the earth the earth water, um, combination. Yeah. Um. So he must get the air and stuff from actually acting, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. Air and fire. That being pulled out into the world. But you sense that he also wants to retreat privately as well um, Mm -hmm. with his chart. I mean, he was named, I think it was in 2022, one of the most influential people in the world by Time magazine, which is 
you know, quite extraordinary to be on that list. And that's not about, you know, it's very often not about kind of force and power, that acknowledgement. It's about um, there's something soft about the ideas or the person you are. Mm. Um, and I mean, I see that very much in Mercury is so powerful in his chart next to the sun retrograde ruler of his Virgo ascendant, Gemini midheaven, if the time's correct. Um, so, yeah, I mean, sort of this softness, humility um, about him. I mean, he. I think he, he is the Internet's boyfriend because I would love to sit down with him, get to know him, <laughs> chat. Do you know what I mean? There's something about him that you just imagine. I suppose it's this imagining and, like you say, this projection. I think people project onto him. I'm sure he's lovely as well, actually. But I, I think that he is a great pro- thing. You know, he gets projected on a lot. Yeah. I mean, it helps that he's very beautiful. Mm. Um, which again, I, I often think that, you know, Venus in cancer is, is good, you know, it's helpful for that. Yeah. And, um, Venus Mars conjunction, he, you know, he's appealing to men and women, you know, that yeah. I think that's also interesting that he's not, uh, just a pretty face, right? Mm. But, but someone who doesn't seem that bothered with the way he looks, he can come across quite, quite sort of shaggy and shabby, I want to say with, you know, with the way he looks and he's just as happy hanging out in his trackies. <laughs> Does he wear trackies? Oh no. Sorry. I said trackies. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he doesn't. I hope he has really nice, whatever. Um, yeah. He, he hangs out in his trackies, Christina, just saying. Does he? Does he? Okay. Now I know. <laughs> oh, Keanu. There were my dream, my projections of Keanu and a pair of, you know, satin, no, you silk pajamas dashed dashed <laughs> <laughs> i think we've summed up why he's the internet boyfriend i do too let's stop it there we'll thanks see you next time. take care bye bye